Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got our coaches clipboards for the grand final coming over the next 24 hours. This afternoon we're going to have Ivan Cleary's coaches clipboard and we're going to have two parts to it, page one and page two. Normally we do three points for the grand final, big occasion we've done six. So we've got six points to talk about. The first three we'll be discussing on this episode, uh, point one, two and three and then four, five, six will be a little bit later this afternoon so stay tuned for that. And then we'll be doing the same with Brad Arthur's coach's clipboard uh, tomorrow, which will be Saturday throughout the day. So stay tuned for those four podcasts of coach's clipboard. In my opinion, probably the best uh, rugby league content of the week. All right, let's get stuck into coach's clipboard, page one for Ivan Cleary going for back-to-back premiership wins as a head coach in his third grand final in a row and his fourth grand final as a head coach. Remember, he did take the New Zealand Warriors all the way back in 2011 to the grand final that season, getting dusted by the Glenn Stewart-led Manly Seagulls. All right, page one for Ivan Cleary and of course, he's playing the Parramatta Eels, so you know what we're going to talk about first of all, winning the ruck. I'm going to talk you through this one, read you through this one, sorry. As always with the Eels, if you can beat them through the middle, you have essentially won this contest. We know what Junior Bolo and Regan Campbell-Gillard are going to bring. It's the other guys who can break it open, though. The edge back rowers and Matto. The first 20 minutes of Matto's stint is where para games are often decided. Big test for Leota, Fisher-Harris, and Isaiah Yo. Now we know what we're going to get from your James, from sorry, your uh, Junior Bolo and your Regan Campbell. We know that they are going to go direct. It's always been a worry for me over the last two years when you can tell in the first five or six minutes how Parramatta are going, whether they're going sideways or not. Personally, I think that these two front rowers have taken their game to a new level over the last six months, and they have genuinely realised that the if they go forward, the Parramatta Eels they win the vast majority of games they are in. So it used to be a watch for me for a very long time to watch the first hit up of. 
of Junior Bolo and Regan Campbell-Gillard to see where they go and if they're looking for a pass, if they're looking for an offload, whatever it might be. And that would give me a good indicator of where the Parramatta Eels are at. I think that consistency is in their game now. And I think these two front forwards understand the impact that they can have early by just going forward. So I really have no doubt that's what you're going to get out of Junior and Regan. It's the other guys you've got to control through the middle. Isaiah Papali'i, Sean Lane, when they get turned under and they come back through the guts at the Penrith Panthers, which I think they will do a little bit, especially in wet conditions like this. You do want to keep it tight. I think you'll see those two coming back through the middle quite a bit, and they will really test the Penrith Panthers there, especially Isaiah Papali'i. Obviously, Sean Lane, he's a bit more... Um, he's, a, he's a bit of a different body shape. We call him the giraffe, and of course, he's got an offload. He's got all that. He does his best work sort of on the edge, though. I think through the middle is where Isaiah Papali'i can really cause a lot of havoc. I think you will see. Um, obviously, Mitch Moses, he's got a brilliant little short ball on him. I think you'll be turning Isaiah Papali'i under a little bit. You see quite often, and we'll talk about it in part two of Coach's Clipboard, Isaiah Papali'i, when he gets turned under, you watch Mitch Moses. That's when he loves to take on that short side defense. So that needs to be uh, kept an, a close eye on there. It's Ryan Madison, though, for me. When it comes to controlling the middle with Parramatta, Maddo, when he comes on, which had sort of been thrown around a little bit over the last few weeks because of uh, Sinbins. Uh, when Taylor May got Sinbin uh, in the Penrith game at the start of the final series, they brought Ryan Madison on straight away in that one. Then the other week, I forget who it was that got a HIA. I think it was Maratanir Kore. He got a HIA early, I believe, in the South Sydney game. I'm talking off the dome here, I think it was. And he came on pretty early in that one. The Canberra Raiders game, I think it was. Sorry, he came on pretty early in that one and had a really good impact. And then... You had the game last week. I'm just trying to see when he actually came on the field last week, Madison. I imagine it would have been a little bit later uh, than the 15th minute. They tend to... Sorry, it was the 15th minute. He came off for Isaiah Papali, but once again, that was a HIA. So that sort of threw them out again a little bit. So there's been something in the first 20 minutes in the last three weeks in a row that has sort of thrown Parramatta's interchanges a little bit. Not not too chaotically, but a little bit. I think you'll see Maddo come on in about the 20th minute or so in this game, assuming there are no injuries, no HIAs. I think he'll come off the bench. I think you'll see Murata near Kore start in the 13. And I think when Maddo comes on that 20-minute period, we've spoken about it a lot at the back end of this season. It's the biggest 20 minutes of the game when you're playing the Parramatta Eels because that's when they can really strangle you out of games. And then you got Maddo's ball playing as well, which you see the middle forwards, they get around him. We've seen it the last few weeks. We saw him put Junior Bolo over against the Canberra Raiders. We saw him put Regan Campbell-Gillard over last week as well. So these forwards, they love getting off the back of Maddo. They know he's got soft hands. His timing is incredible, and they normally get into shapes of two. You saw it last week when they isolated Chad Townsend. It was Regan Campbell-Gillard that went over with Junior just inside him. They love running those two-man shapes off the back of Ryan Madison, allowing him to pick his moment. And when he is going with those two attackers on on his side, all of a sudden, it isolates him one-on-one, and that's where Maddo can get an offload as well, and they can play second-phase footy. If he's going with those twos, it, it means the A defender has sort of got Maddo your B and C, they've got their hands full already. They can't take their eyes off Regan Gamagillard Jr., Oregon Kafusi, Nekore, whoever the hell it is in those spots. You saw what happened last week. Chad Towns, and he tried to come in on uh, Junior Bolo, I think it was, and it was Regan Gamagillard just went straight through that gap. Matto, he is a former 5'8". He will pick those moments perfectly. You have to win the middle with this team, or they can pull your pants down there. Our second point. 
Limiting second phase footy, and Madison becomes really key in this one as well. When the Eels are playing their best footy, they are going forward, but they are also offloading. The Eels pack will be looking to, to create second phase footy on Sunday. They'll be trying to make Penrith uncomfortable. On average this year, the Eels have had an NRL high 14 offloads per game. In their wins versus Penrith this year, so remember they've had two of them, they average 18 offloads. In their loss this year, they average just 12. So in their wins against the Penrith Panthers, they average 18 offloads. I think it was 19 and 18 in those two games. So very high, very high amount of offloads there. When you consider they're leading the league for offloads per game and they average 14 to create 18 and 19 against the Penrith Panthers and win both of those games, absolutely huge. So they'll be looking to do that. The game that they lost was at the start of the final series. They only came up with 12 offloads. So below, their, not only their season average, but of course their average so far against the Penrith Panthers, both of those games they one, the thing about Parramatta's pack is that they've all got an offload ability. You've obviously got Maddo and Junior, who are probably the two best offloaders in the side, but then IPAP and Junior and um, Sean Lane on the edges, they're exactly the same, especially when they get turned under. Sean Lane, he's probably the biggest worry. We saw it last week with his offloads. He can absolutely tear you to pieces. One they really need to keep an eye on. Regan Camigillard's got an offload as well, but I think Maddo, Junior, and the two edge guys, they're the big guys that you need to stop. The other one is Nathan Brown. We'll talk about him on the podcast a little bit later today. He's also got a fantastic offload. Loves bumping off contact. He's not afraid to skittle three or four guys. Sometimes it can be at the detriment of Parramatta, but I think that in this game, they'll just tell him to go mad and just create opportunities, which will mean he'll bounce all over the place. They might play a little bit unorthodox during that period, and he'll be looking for offloads as well. Penrith, they've lost two games this year against the Parramatta Eels. In both of those, a very high amount of offloads for the Parramatta Eels. It should be noted, one of those games is when Nathan Cleary was sent from the field. There's no denying that, but even the other game, they created 18 offloads and they managed to beat Penrith at Bluebet Stadium. That is no coincidence. If this Parramatta Eels side can play second phase footy and make the Penrith Panthers uncomfortable, force them to make more tackles than what they would like, it will go a long way to seeing an upset in this grand final. Our last point. Another really obvious one, similar to the first one, pressure on Mitch Moses. Kick pressure on Moses will be key on Sunday night. The only time when the Eels looked like they were in control three weeks ago against the Panthers was when Moses had time to kick. If you give him time, he will make you pay. After putting two out on the full last week, I'd be letting Moses know early that he is under the pump. As a right foot kicker, I'd be challenging kick out to time his run and get in Moses' face early. Now, when you you think about a right foot kicker, uh, obviously they would prefer to kick on the right side of the ruck. It gives you a little extra second uh, to kick. So you think about on that edge, it'll be your left edge back rower who will be able to get a, a really good shot on him. It's a bit hard to time this all, especially when you are sort of kicking. But you see when Mitch Moses, he loves to kick and peel down that right-hand side short side when they get to play the ball on about the right upright. He loves to attack there. So it's a perfect opportunity for kick out to really put some pressure on him. He doesn't have to force a charge down or anything like that, like we've seen over the last few weeks, but if he can just get in Mitch Moses' face, he needs to know he's under pressure. He is a right footer. He loves to kick down that edge, as all right footers do, and when you think back to that game three weeks ago, the Panthers versus the Parramatta Eels, early on, the Parramatta Eels looked like they'd got themselves into the game when Mitch Moses was kicking down that edge. He caught Dylan Edwards out of position on one occasion. He put in another cracker where they had to hit it back infield, and they forced a drop out. This is where Mitch Moses does his absolute best work. Being a right footer, he's on the right-hand side of the 
post. And when he's able to execute his kicking game from there, that's where he can be lethal. I would be getting Viliami Kikau to get up and put a heap of pressure on him. There's faster guys on that edge and whatnot, but Kikau, he's got that sort of presence, that big body that you're always watching where he is. And we saw what he did to Campbell Graham last week. Uh, fortunately for South Sydney, Campbell Graham is the toughest motherfucker in the world, so it didn't impact him too much. But when you've got Kikau charging up and really going at Mitch Moses, I think that's where you could cause a bit of havoc there. He put two kicks out on the full last week. Now, Mitch Moses... I think he's turned a corner this year. I think he's been... Well, not this year. Sorry, the last two or three years. I think he's been fantastic. But still, that was another big game where Mitch Moses definitely didn't play his best, yeah? He put a couple out on the full. I mean, most halfbacks, you put two out on the full in a game. You've had an absolute shocker. Because Parramatta won and the grand final and everything, it's sort of, um, it's sort of you know, covered up the issues that Mitch Moses had last week where he kicked a couple out on the full, really without a heap of pressure on him. So I think that will be playing on Mitch Moses' mind. And I think Villiers... Army kick out on the Panthers. They need to get up in his face early and let him know that he's under pressure. As I said last time they played, the only time that Parramatta looked like they were in this contest was when Mitch's, Mitch Moses was taking control of this game with his right foot, and he can do it. If you give him time to do it, he will take advantage of you. That is part one of our coach's clipboard from the perspective of Ivan Cleary and the Pender Panthers. Winning the Ruck, limiting second phase footy, those two sort of go hand in hand. If you win the Ruck, it's very hard to play your second phase footy. If, you, if the Parramatta Eels are allowed to play second phase footy. They'll tend to win the ruck. So those two will go hand in hand. And then Mitch Moses. We know he's got a premier kicking game. We know he struggled a little bit. It's sort of been overshadowed by all the glory of a grand final appearance. But he's a guy that they need to have kick pressure on all night. And if I was kick out, I would be making it a mission of mine, similar to what he did with Campbell Graham last week, to really go after him and let him know that there is going to be pressure on him all night. I wouldn't be afraid to give away a penalty early to put Mitch Moses on his back with Villiam army kick out just to let him know it's grand final night we've been here two times before we know what this is about i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You don't, and this is going to be a tough little evening for you. Part two of Coach's Clipboard coming a little bit later this afternoon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.